0: The problem is this. How can regular people like us who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back. How do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are. That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Via, and it's time to Unleash Your Strengths. Alright, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with me, your host, Eddie Via. Super excited to be here. Sorry that uh, there's been a bit of a, you know, I'm going to just thank you. Actually, I'm not going to apologize. I'm going to thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for your patience in between these episodes. (laughs) As you can hear, my voice is a bit hoarse. Uh, I've been extremely busy these last few weeks, Um, insanely busy. Uh, This concept of helping people love on who they are has grown dramatically and I have just been trying to figure out a way to take time, record some episodes here for you wonderful, amazing people who are listening and uh, bring value to you. So, uh, initially, let me just tell you what happened. I mean, here we are. At the, it's, I'm recording this at the very end of 2019. We're about to go into 2020. And what's happened? Well, I got real. I got honest. And I owned this ability I have to help other people apply their own unique talents and strengths to everything they do. I've owned it. And I'll be honest with you. That made all the difference in the world. It's not the execution so much. It's not that I did something fabulous or amazing or whatever. It's just the concept of owning who I who I am and what I'm great at. You know, my friends, when I first realized that I had a talent and a strength and ability to help other people use their abilities specifically, like, like, here's who you are and here's exactly what you do to solve your problems. And then the people that I'm talking to say to me back every single time, oh my gosh, that's exactly how I want to do this. And I can't wait to get started. So me being able to do that was not easy to accept. Okay. Cause I don't like, I, I, I constantly feel like I'm a work in progress. Do you ever feel like that? Where you're always a work in progress. And when you get to, and you actually succeed at something, when you actually hit a, a sort of milestone, it's almost like you don't want to believe it's happening because you just get so used to always Grinding and pushing and growing and trying to do more. And I've come more accustomed with failure than I have with quote unquote success. It's amazing to me, this concept of failure and success. I think the thing that I've learned the most is that if you're doing it right, okay, if you're doing it right, in other words, you're you're leading towards something magnificent that goal that you want okay there's something that you want okay whatever it is you want improved health, you want improve money, you uh, improve bank account right <laughs> you want improve relationships, marriages and so on and you want a more improved belief in yourself in the journey of doing those things, what I've learned is this it's that you're gonna get accustomed to failing a lot and making a lot of mistakes and, you know, getting in situations where you overwhelm yourself and you even like, you even do what I call, um, actually what was told to me is what's called, um, uh, you know, where you, um, (laughs) where you literally numb yourself. Okay. You numb yourself from feeling any pain, uh, sedation. Okay. You become sedated. Like you sedate yourself. And, and so for you, sedation could be something different. So for everybody, it's something different. Some people, it's uh, social media, you know, getting lost in their phones. Or for some people, it's getting lost in work or getting lost in, in alcohol or pornography or video games or movies or sleep or whatever. You just sedate because the emotion and the pain is too great. And you get used to that as you are making your true, honest, like a real journey towards being something who you were meant to be. You get used to feeling this disappointment on such a level that you just feel like, well, I guess this is just the way it has to be. Because I can't think of any other way of doing things. I can't think of any other way to do things. I don't know how anymore. So I'm going to be real with you all here. What has happened in the last, um, just in the last few weeks, I've received a lot of messages. I've worked with a lot of people, uh, a very large company. Uh, had me come out to Canada to work with very high powered leaders in that area uh, and helping them I spent a whole day with helping them use their strengths and it was it was absolutely an incredible experience because I feel like all the person that i 've been leading up to going into Canada, the person that i 've been working on myself to become up until that moment, I was so ready. I had no hesitation. I had no nervousness. I was so peaceful and calm. My thing was just, how do I help these amazing people after I'm done today? That was the only thing I was trying to figure out. How do I help them after today? I already knew I was going to make a difference in their life. And, and it wasn't, it's not a cockiness at all. My friends, I've put in the work. For the last year and a half, I have grinded and worked with Almost a thousand people one-on-one for a very long time. This is hard work. And I know for a fact that most people wouldn't do that. Especially since a lot of that I did for free. Why? Because it helped me become who I am today. The person that if I was sitting in front of you and I don't care who you are. If I'm sitting in front of you and you've got your strengths report right in hand with me. I guarantee you that when we are done, and it won't take long, like maybe 15 or 20 minutes, you're going to walk away feeling like you are amazing. And you will know exactly what to do. Being able to have that kind of a skill, my friends, at this point now, it's just, what do I do next? How do I take this on? Well, today I'm going to talk about woo. So this episode is just going to be a few minutes longer than my average episode, because I really want to talk about this, because now I'm going to lead into what 2020 is going to look like. So right now, I'm going to do an episode on Wu. We're going to talk about what's great about the Wu strength, and then I'm done breaking down all the strengths. Uh, and then we're going to go into season two. And what will season two look like? Season two, will we're going to start season two in, in 2020, which I'll get into. Uh, I'm going to do another episode here in, in, um, after I'm done with this one that you'll be able to listen to, where I'll break down what season two is going to look like. But ultimately, what I want is I want to reach you, you, the listener, you, the listener who has all these problems, okay, and we're going to solve them. So that's coming up, that episode's coming up, get ready for that. In the meantime, right now, let's just talk about Woo. I just want to let you know where I've been for the last couple of weeks worth, how things have been going. And I promise you, I'm going to get back on a regular schedule again. All right, so uh, let's talk about woo. So what I like to do in every single episode here when breaking down these strengths is I like to talk about what's great about the strength. I like to talk about if you didn't have this strength, how do you do it, right? (laughs) And I like to talk about what happens when we don't have gratitude for the strength, whether we have it ourselves or Other people have it, and we don't have any gratitude for it, how we show up inauthentically, okay? And so let's break this down. I'm super excited because Woo is one of my favorites. It's my number fourth strength. So I'm going to just go ahead and break down what's great about it, and then we'll get into how to do this. Uh, So by the way, if you do have Woo in your top 10, I'm also going to talk about how to use this strength to go all in in every aspect of your life. All right, let's go. So first off, people exceptionally talented in the Woo theme Love the challenge of meeting new people and winning them over. That's what W-O-O stands for. Woo is winning others over. And they derive satisfaction from breaking the ice and making a connection with someone. That's why what I want you to learn in this episode is everybody that's, whether you listen, whether you have this strength or not, I want you to know that you can do this. And what we're talking about here is build connections with people like Woo. Okay, build connections like Wu. Wu stands for winning others over. i me read the description. You enjoy the challenge of meeting new people and getting them to like you. Strangers are rarely intimidating to you. That's true. <laughs> I've, I've never met a stranger. Everyone becomes a friend instantly for me. That's how the way I, I go into a room full of 100 people, I come out with 100 friends. That's just the way it works. Uh, just like I went to Canada, right? I went to Canada with no Canadian friends, came back with a lot of them, <laughs> uh, a lot of which I'm excited that have already started working with me to, to work on strengths for their teams and their businesses too, which I can't wait to start doing that. I'm uh, very excited about that. For two, 2020, it's going to be an amazing year for everybody, especially for me, because I'm going to be me the whole year. So getting back to the description of Wu. All right. So on the contrary, strangers can be energizing. You are drawn to them. You want to learn their names, ask them questions, find some area of common interest so that you can strike up a conversation and build rapport. Some people shy away from starting up conversations because they worry about running out of things to say. You know what? (laughs) And it says you don't. (laughs) Uh, because I, I also have three strategic thinking strengths. Oh my gosh, I could talk to my face is blue. Obviously, that's why I have a podcast. So, not only are you rarely at a loss for words, but you actually enjoy initiating with strangers because you derive satisfaction from breaking the ice and making a connection. Once that connection is made, you are quite happy to wrap it up and move on. There are new people to meet. New rooms to work, new crowds to mingle in. In your world, there are no strangers, only friends you haven't met yet. Lots of them. And this is totally true for me because I I love my Woo strength so much. I, I've told the story in a very earlier episode of this podcast, um, but I'm going to tell it again because I love it so much. Uh, I got to meet one of the people who I've idolized for a very long time. And his name is Pete Rose, one of the greatest baseball hitters in the history of Major League Baseball. He currently has the record for the most base hits in Major League Baseball history. And the thing that I love most about Pete Rose, I was kind of researching this record and I discovered that he had, um, this is this amazing thing, was that, that he'd actually been at bat, okay? He'd had more at bats than the person that had the record before him. The person that had the record before him was Ty Cobb, okay? Ty Cobb achieved his record many, many, many years before Pete Rose. That's what's astounding about this record is how long it stood before Pete came around and broke the record. But Pete didn't break the record by being some amazing, magnificent freak occurrence, Pete broke the record by outworking Ty Cobb by getting to the plate more than Ty Cobb by almost, I think it was about a thousand, maybe a little, about a thousand more at bats. And that's the thing that I was astounded by. Oh my gosh, like this guy didn't break the record by being some magnificent person or whatever, this this freak, you know, this freak god of baseball. He just outworked him. He got himself to the batting plate right? More than Ty Cobb by about a thousand at-bats. And he only beat Ty Cobb by maybe, I think, uh, about a hundred or so. I I haven't looked at the numbers in a while, but about a hundred or so hits. So what does that tell you? It tells me that Pete Rose is a magnificent human being who understands the concept of getting to the plate. Try. Try more than everybody else, and you will win. That's how it works. Just try. We can all do that. So I I remember I went to Vegas and uh, I was in Las Vegas. I can't remember which hotel it was, but I got in and as soon as I came off the little shuttle and walked into the casino, there's a big sign that said, meet Pete Rose today. (laughs) And I I couldn't see anything else. Okay, now I'm going to explain to you what woo is. This is woo in its purest form. So I'm looking at the sign It says Pete Rose today. Meet Pete Rose today. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I walk over. There's a guy who's standing out in front saying, meet Pete Rose today. Come on in. There's a guy standing out there. And then behind him, I can see in this like glass room is Pete Rose. He's, the man is like 15 feet from me. He's standing right there. Like, oh my gosh. And by the way, my brother was a big Pete Rose fan before he passed away, right? He was a big Pete Rose fan. And I knew he watched him on baseball a lot. So this was like a huge moment for me. And I find out all I had to do was buy a $100 baseball <laughs> for Pete Rose to sign so that I could. Ha- and, and he said, You can hang out with them. You can talk with them. And I'm like, I can talk with them. <laughs> this is me. About to, you're telling me with a number four strength woo <laughs> that I get to meet a stranger who happens to be one of the greatest hitters in all time, in the history of baseball. I'm, I'm like a hundred bucks. Are you sure that's it? <laughs> I don't have to kill someone too. So I go in and I buy my baseball and I'm trying to figure out what do I want him to write? I don't care. I just want to talk to him. So I wait in the line. It wasn't long, like two or three people. I finally get in and all I want to do is, I know I only have a couple of minutes I just want to get to that story about how he outworked Ty cop So I actually have video of this. Um, there's a way for you to see the video. It's if you go to m.me forward slash grow with Eddie and you type in and you just click get started and then you type in the word Rose. So you message me with the word Rose, you'll get the video. Anyway, you'll see in this video, um, I sit down next to Pete Rose and I'm, he's sitting on a table looking straight ahead. I'm sitting next to him with my chair facing him and he's looking in a totally different direction, but he's just signing my baseball. Cause I'm just some schmuck, you know what I mean? Standing next to him who wants his baseball signed. And I just say, Hey, you know, I'm just so I'm excited to be here to talk with you. Cause I just want to tell you there's something that is amazing to me about you and I had to look it up. And it's to me, it's not the fact that you got more hits than anybody in, in his baseball history. It's that you got to the plate more than Ty Cobb, more than anybody, by almost 1,000 at-bats. And I would just love it if you could just tell me something about that. And, I, and now, I'm paraphrasing here. I went on for a few minutes, uh, not even maybe like a minute and a half of talking. You know, I can talk, right? So I talked for about a minute and a half, and all I talked about was just what's great about him. And I just was so excited to meet with him. But I didn't just say, hey, I'm so grateful to be here. You know, you're just some cool guy. No, no. I actually had specific like data that I wanted to tell him that inspired me. And it was just that. It was that you worked harder than Ty Cobb. That's what inspires me. And he turns his head and he he says a number. He tells me, he's like, uh, he says exactly like a number of how many times he was at bat or something. And I said, yes, exactly. I honestly don't exactly remember what number he said, but I said exactly. And he smiled. He, you know, Pete Rose is not the the most friendliest guy, although he's, he's a nice guy, I'm sure, but he's not the most, um, outgoing and approachable people on the planet. Okay. You don't get that. You don't get that impression when you see Pete Rose. He's an old man, right? (laughs) But he smiled. And it took me a minute and a half. And he turns his whole body and his chair to face me. And he has a conversation with me. In that moment, I can feel, I actually felt the connection with the man. And he started to talk to me about how, um, you know, long-term, he says, multi-year contracts he says, let me explain why. And he says, the reason why I got to the plate more than anybody else. And he starts to teach me. Like it, it's, it's like in three minutes, he starts to teach me how he got to the plate more than anybody else. And he says that that the, the, what ruined the game of baseball is multi-year contracts. He says, my first X amount of years, I forget what it was. First X amount of years, I worked on one-year contracts. That means that in order for me to get paid, he said, I think it was 76. He says, in order for me to get paid for 76... You know, I, I you know in order for me to get paid in '77, I had to work in '76 or something like that. Basically, every year he had to prove himself, every single year. And so he's like, he's like talking to me. He's like, he's trying to relate to me. He's like, I'm not, I'm not some machine. I'm not a monster. You know what I mean? I'm just a regular man who had a job to do. And I played hurt. I played tired. I played sick. I played hurt because I had to do the work or else I didn't get paid. And it was so cool. In that moment, I got to witness the power of Wu with a a major superstar, right? And he's just one of those people that are just next level. When people think about baseball, they think about Pete Rose. And so the power of Wu is to make connections with people so fast that people just want to talk to you or be around you. Now, if you don't have woo high, or if you have relator high and includer low, (laughs) okay, don't worry. I'm going to show you how you can do this. You don't have to have woo in order to do this, but I want you to understand how woo does it. How woo does it is they want to understand. People with high woo, like myself, want to understand what the other person wants to talk about. It is amazing how I can sit in a conversation and all I want to know is what does this person want to talk about and how do I get interest in it so we can have a conversation and win this person over? What does this person want to do? How does this person want to roll? Where You know, and so on. And so I knew in that moment, Pete Rose wanted to talk about Pete Rose. And all I wanted to do was hear him say something that was going to inspire me. And he did. And all I had to do was just talk about him. That's the wonderful thing about woo. When you, have, when you have woo, you have the ability of just getting people to connect with you so fast. And that's basically the concept is how do I find out what this person is all about as fast as I can so that I can win them over and show them essentially it's this. Like for me, it's like, how do I help this person see uh, that I believe they're pretty amazing, <laughs> right? How do I do that? how do I do that? Is it's That's it. I find that connection. I find where, you know, where they are amazing and where they want to talk about it. And then I just encourage them to talk about it. And I tell them, that's wonderful. Tell me more. That's woo. So if you don't have woo hive, you can at least do that. You can at least go, oh, okay, this person wants to talk about this. Or what is relevant to this person in the context of the conversation or the place that we are in? What is this person interested? If you go into a room with, a, with three or four strangers, okay, it's easy to make uh, to connections with one and just say, hey, what are you doing in this room? I'm here for this. What are you doing here? Well, I want this. Awesome. Tell me more about that. Anybody can do that. That's how you build connections with people fast, is you find out why are they where they are right now? If you're in a room with them, why are they in that room? Even if you think it's obvious, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about Black Friday sales, right? If you're at a store and there's a Black Friday sale where everything is 90% off, you think they're there to get a deal, but maybe not. Maybe they're there to get a deal for a friend or a relative or someone they care about. Maybe it's more than just getting a deal on electronics. And so when when I say make a connection with someone quick... All you got to do is know that wherever a person is, they are there because they feel like they have to be. Very few people are ever in a place that they don't want to be unless there's something that they need, even if they were just dragged there by a spouse, right? Like if you're in a place and you're there talking to a guy, right, whose wife dragged him there, they're there because they want to support their wife, even if they don't want to be there. Oh, really? What's your wife interested in? What's your wife's interest in? Why is she coming here? And <laughs> and how did she blackmail you into coming? <laughs> okay, so that's basically the concept of woo. If you don't have it high, so what? You can at least do that. And you'll be surprised at how easily people like are around you, how, more, how much more fun they're having around you, even if it's small talk at first. By the way, again, for those of you relators with low includer, Trust me on this, you will enjoy the conversation if you can just stomach the small talk for a few minutes, okay? Because what happens is when you, uh, like for example, let's transition now about gratitude. If you have Wu Hai, or you are married to, or work with, or live with, or whatever, someone who also has, someone who does have Wu Hai and you don't, And if you don't have a gratitude for that strength, it's so easy for you to look at them as someone who is fake or shallow or does not really care about deep relationships. See, that's not true. People of high Wu love deep relationships, but they also enjoy the fun, the process of meeting a new person and transitioning that meeting into a friendship, even a very deep one, okay? And so if you don't have gratitude for someone's ability to do that, you in that moment are showing up inauthentically. And how you know is because you're looking at them as fake, shallow, or don't care about deep relationships. Instead, what I want you all to do is see people with high woo as people that are just simply outgoing, people-oriented, networkers, advanced networkers, okay? They're advancedly skilled networkers, and they can build rapport with people like that very quickly. If you constantly see people with high woo as people that can do those things, then you will see the value of them and you will see how you can benefit from that value and you will show up fully authentically. Boom. Awesome. There you go. So a bit of a longer episode than usual, but I just want you to to know that this woo strength is one of my favorites because it's the most fun for me. I can... You know what I mean? I just I I can meet anybody anywhere and turn them into a friend instantly. But I can do it naturally, okay, because I have this skill. I can do it without even really thinking. I but you know, in all these years of self-development, I can explain now how it works is I find those connections fast. And all I do is I get other people talking about them and then I show interest because I'm interested in learning about them and winning them over. It's an amazing strength. So here's what I want you to do is I want you to apply this. I want you to give it a shot, even if it's difficult for you to meet new people. When you're in a room from other people, just find out, why are you here? Maybe there's someone at work that you think that you know why they're there. Chances are you're wrong, but only 100% of the time, you know. (laughs) Ask them, why are you here? What is it you want to get out of this? Listen to them talk about it. And then here's the important thing, though. You have to show interest. You have to show that you actually care that they're telling you what matters to them. And you have to show them that you are actually looking for a way to congratulate them, justify it, uplift them for being who they are, where they are. That is All right. I love you all. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to hang out with me every Saturday. You'll get the details here in a moment. And uh, there's so much coming up in 2020. So make sure you hang around and get all those details on the next episode. All right. We'll see you very soon again on Unleash Your Strengths. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. For more strengths coaching and tips, go to eddiepvia.com or join me live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time at facebook.com forward slash grow with Eddie. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.